Welcome back, y'all, to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days. Today, we have something special in store for you for the recap of the Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight. Let's get into it. Boy, this was a fight. I can't start anything without really wanting to focus on a conspiracy theory that was leaked. It's like so funny now. We have these leaks kind of going through and different documents being released on the internet. I did a video on it earlier on my TikTok about how there was potentially a leak going through for this fight. What it said, it would go for the eight full rounds, and then uh, Jake Paul would knock Tommy Fury out in the eighth round with a right, um, right TKO. That didn't happen. So let me break it down, each section of this fight. And really provide you with some insight, analysis, and understanding what we just witnessed on this fight. I mean, I'm excited because it was something truly, truly amazing. So let's get into it. Mike Ross scores the contest. 75-74. He has it for Paul. Omar Mintoon scores it. 76-73 for Fury. Daniel Vanderbilt scores it. 76 73 to the winner by split decision. Tommy! The biggest win of Tommy Fury's young career. So, whenever you bout this fight, first of all, what has to be understood is there was a split decision in which Tommy Fury won the fight. Um, The split decision, it wasn't knockout. Jake Paul was able to go the full rounds with Tommy Fury, and it kind of landed him in a in a predicament where, you know, Tommy Fury won. Um, if you listen to my podcast earlier from today, I break down more of the information about Tommy Fury, Jake Paul, the tension, the career, and everything kind of outlying on this fight and why it's so unique and important. So the first thing to take place is, in my opinion, the time of this fight was really interesting. It took place in Saudi Arabia um, on the West Coast. It aired around 2 p.m. on the East Coast. It would have aired around 5 p.m. A strange time to fight on a Sunday, I personally believe, but I think there was something else at stake here. Uh, This fight took place in Saudi Arabia, and if you look at the time for GMT within Europe in the UK, it was primetime hours for watching it for Sunday evening. So in my ultimate opinion, I think the biggest market to sell this fight to was to the UK and potential other markets. Um, First and foremost, I think Jake Paul is a great fighter. But I think he's a really good businessman and a really good entrepreneur and obviously a social media star. So he really understands the importance of optics. He's trying to branch out into different areas, different markets. Fighting Tommy Fury is really great for um, his notoriety within the UK. Now, what you have to understand about this fight is it went the distance. I'm talking about it was a fight. I mean, if you were at that fight, you would have been entertained not knowing what was going to happen. That's why I don't think it was a leak. I posted something on TikTok earlier. You got thousands of views. Then everybody on TikTok really thinks this is some type of fight in which Jake Paul is paying for it. But what you have to understand is Tom Tommy Fury is not the type of guy from his character. It seems like he would take money. He would fight for it. So we're going to go ahead and get into the, the fight card results now just so you guys can have a good understanding of it. So whenever we look at the Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul fight, it was a split decision. The first judge... Um, rating it as 74-75 for Jake Paul. The next judge rated it 76-73 for Tommy Fury, and the next judge gave him a 76-73 for Tom Fury. 
Tom Fury won, but it was a really, really, really close fight. And from what I saw, even with that eight round, it's like Jake Paul was able to drop Tom Fury for maybe a second. He fell to his knee. It wasn't a trip like what happened with the Sylvia fight where he stepped on his foot by mistake and fell. I mean, he hit him in the chin, a good, good tag, um, and he fell. But whenever you look at the overall um, progression of the fight, Jake Paul did look winded. I felt like Tom Fury had a really good, um, his his gas was in his tank. I mean, he could have gone for another few rounds from what it looked like. So whenever you break it down, it's really important to understand that a lot of these decisions were based on what they saw throughout the fight. So whenever you look at the live coverage of it round for round, um, you have a very, very consistent progression for how the points were given. Now, in my ultimate, ultimate opinion, the ref was taking points away and things like that. And it was like, why are you taking points away? Because there is a hit in the back of the head. But in my opinion, I do think Jake Paul is the best amateur boxer out there. Tom Fury is a legit boxer. He's been boxing since he was 16. His father taught him how to box. His half-brother is the heavyweight champion of the world. So we have to take all this information into context to truly understand what this fight means. But if we look for the first round, okay, round one, Jake Paul Fury. Jake Paul was nine, so he had nine connection hits, and Fury was 10. If we look at two, same, nine, 10. Round three, it was 10, nine, Fury. I'm sorry, Paul. The next round was Paul 9, Fury 10. The next round was Paul 9, Fury 9. The next round was Paul 9, Fury 9. The next round was Paul 9, Fury 10. The next round was Paul 10, Fury 8, which we have that whole interesting thing because he was able to drop him, like I said, in the round for the total score going 74 to Jake Paul, 75 to Tom Fury. And you can't tell me Jake Paul is not a legit fighter. I don't know you guys want to sit here and just boo the man nonstop and just try to vindicate and say that he doesn't have it in him, but he does, all right? I really think Jake Paul went the distance in this fight, and he has proven he is a legitimate fighter. So what does that mean for the next fights and the next situations? Well, first of all, I honestly think there was something going on with the timing of this fight. I think that because they're trying to air within the UK, I think there is going to be a rematch or a part two for this fight, why not? It would be so close, and it's going to sell more tickets. I don't, like, we used to see Jake Paul, you know, like I said, he did that. Um, he doesn't really relay which fight has made the most money, but if I have a hunch, I would say his fight with, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank, pay a number of fighters a million dollars. Some of them only make 30000 up to, you know, 400000 which is still a great payout, but nothing like what Jake Paul can pay. Okay, you have Nate Diaz wanting to fight him. Nate Diaz signed with Jake Paul's new fighting. Um, what is it? Yeah, so Jake Jake Paul has his PFL MMA league where he actually has signed Nate Diaz to fight two fights um, within the league, not fighting him, but in general a fight. So it could mean a lot for this potential fight with Nate Diaz. Um, next, he could fight KSI, but more than likely, who I think he'll fight again is probably Tom Fury. So what does this fight mean for Tom Fury? Well, it saved Tom Fury's career. If Tom Fury lost to Jake Paul, he would be done as a boxer. Nobody would want to fight him, and it would indicate that a social media star fought Tom Fury. So it really saved Tom Fury. What does it say for Jake Paul? I still think it's a win-win for Jake Paul. Now, the reason why I think it's a win-win for Jake Paul is because he just went eight rounds with a boxer, same sight, 
same weight as him and barely lost. It could have gone both ways. I don't care what you say. At the end of this fight, you can't say, oh, definitely it was Tom Fury. You know, you're having people judge it based on technique and what they've seen. Now, the negative side of this fight is there were so many clinches. I wish they would have counted them. Within the last three rounds, there had to be at least anywhere between 15 to 20 clinches happening within this fight. Nobody was just straight out brawling, which is really typical of Jake Paul. I've seen his fights before, and he clinches so much. And I know it's normal in boxing, but it's when he gets gassed, he does it, and he was doing it a lot. We saw when he fought Tyson Woodley, he was clinching, 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 and then bam, he had that knockout. Um, so it also means we haven't seen Jake Paul knock someone out in two fights now. So he's fought in Sylvia, and you know he went the rounds of Sylvia, did knock him out, stepped on his foot, which was indicated in the in the in the information once you uh, saw the recap of the video. Now we see what happened with Tom Fury, and he he did tag him and drop him down, and that's that 10-point that happened within the eight rounds. So all in all, I don't think it's a career-ender for Jake Paul. I think it's a legitimate step if he wants to remain boxing. He has now stepped in the realm of fighting legitimate fighters. It's like people can say whatever they want about Jake Paul, but ain't nobody stepping in that ring with Tom Fury. I promise you, and nobody wants to step in the ring with Jake Paul. All the people online saying this is stage. There's money involved. I'm like, step in the fight with Jake Paul. Fight that guy right now. You wouldn't do it because you don't actually think it is. I think a lot of people have a lot of hate for this guy because he has this outgoing attitude. He doesn't care, and he and he and he can back it up. And even though he didn't win this fight, to me, I'm like, it's not that big of a loss because it's by one point. I just went out through the scorecard, and it's like it could have gone both ways. I mean, it's good for Tommy Fury, in my opinion, because Tommy Fury seems like he's a good guy. You know, he's a family man. You know, the Fury brothers seem great. I love his brother. I think his brother's story is probably one of the best in boxing history. I've said that before. Tommy Fury gets paid double. If you listen to my podcast from earlier today, uh, Jake Paul said, hey, if I beat you, um, you know, I don't have to pay anything. But if you win, I'll pay you double. So Tom Fury probably gets the biggest payout of his life, payout of all of his fights put together, everything he's ever done. All right. Jake Paul also lifted his credibility on social media. I would have no idea who Tom Fury was if Jake Paul didn't mention him, right? So all in all, it's really a big win for Tom Fury. He maintained and he was able to stabilize his career, which is good for him. I also think it's a win for Jake Paul. I think anyone can say, oh, he lost to Tom Fury. I'm like, barely. It's like if Tom Fury knocked him out, you'd be like, all right, he's a legit fighter. But looking at that fight, it was evenly matched. There wasn't any situations, and they were both clinching um, you know, Tom Fury got a bloody eye, but what happened is almost like in the clinch, what happened is Jake Paul threw a punch, came up and hit him in the head. And that's kind of what allowed his eye to bleed. But other than that, it's like, I, I can't, I can't say a fight, you know, which was so close, you know, the only negative thing I would say about Jake Paul in the fight is he looked gassed. I mean, in that eight round, the third round, he looked like he was really done and he trains with the best of them. So we know we have gas in his tank. And if you look at Tom Fury, he doesn't look gassed at all. He looked like he could have gone a couple extra rounds, but he wasn't throwing a lot of punches. Now, what people are saying on, online are even now is that Tom Fury was holding back, but I'm like, Tom Fury still won via judges. So this whole theory about um, Tom, uh, Jake Paul paying for fights, I think, can kind of be put to bed. We can keep talking about it. I hear, I see it online all the time, you know, and we can keep having these conversations, but let's let's go down the route let's go down the the route that what if it is rigged 
and um, Jake Paul does pay for his fights. Well, if Tom Fury wins this fight, and then Jake Paul does a rematch and fights him, and Jake Paul fights him again, it's going to create more conflict, but it's also going to create more stir. And I think if we see a Jake Paul fight again, it's going to create more money. I think the fact that there was in Saudi Arabia too is really interesting. Now, one thing I know about Jake Paul is he is playing multiple sides of the coin. He probably has business deals going on in Saudi Arabia, maybe bringing more fights there. And this too was something to showcase help him in his business. So don't sleep on Jake Paul. I mean, the guy has a online gambling company doing well. He's starting the PFL MMA um, fighting, which Nate Diaz is going into to help with the money. I mean, if you look around, anytime you get around Jake Paul or anything you do with Jake Paul is going to make you money. And you can say whatever you want about the guy, but that is true, period. And, you know, he was like, the, in 2020, he was like the number two most paid YouTuber right under Mr. Beast. And we know the videos Mr. Beast creates. So, all in all, that's my recap. It was a good, it was an even fight. I'm happy for Tommy Fury. I'm happy for his career. If he would have lost to Jake Paul, it would have been detrimental. And Jake Paul would have talked so much trash on the guy. It would have been embarrassing. And they talked trash for two years, going back and forth on Instagram. Did it stir up the type of fight that would happen when Jake Paul fought Ben Aiken? I don't know. Is this a $65 million pay-per-view fight? I don't know. I, I don't think I don't know if it's going to create that much money. So if Jake Paul is going to create fighting, keep fighting. We're going to see if this elevates him. Now, if Jake Paul would have won this, done. He's fighting everybody and he's making tons of money with Nate Diaz, KSI. He's doing the whole thing, but it hasn't. So now we'll see the transition point of what Jake Paul does with boxing. Does he continuously box? Um, and who's his next opponent? Tom Fury, same. Maybe it'll be each other. So. That's the recap for today. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.